Everybody, welcome to Is This What You Want? It is the morning. It is 7.46 a.m. on November 18th. The sun is shining. It's a bit cool, so we turned on the heat. I'm Matt O'Brien. Across me, as always, is my morning partner, my evening, my afternoon, my sun, my moon. Julia Latkowitz. Julia Latkowitz. This is what I sound like in the morning. Before I've had my my morning coffee and my, my shit and my... I don't know. Hi, don't everybody. Don't talk to me until I've had my shit. <laughs> it's me, Julie. I, I know you guys were scared there for a second, but I sound like this. Yeah. I do sound a bit. My voice I sound is a bit deeper. Mine as well. Yeah, it is the morning time because uh, uh, we'll, we'll explain later. We didn't have time to record the podcast on time. So we're like, let's wake up and record it immediately in the morning and see and see how that feels. Yeah. And it feels fine so far. I haven't had a sip of coffee. You're, you're witnessing live on air my first wow. sip of coffee. Here He's it comes. He's bringing it to his lips. He's slurping it. It got in his upper mustache. Uh, As opposed to your lower mustache? Yeah, I've got a lower one sometimes. Is that... A- Oh my god, that should be a thing for, and this could only work for men who who grow facial hair like directly out of their bottom lip. Yeah. But if they had an upper mustache, but then they carved the same shape, it's happened. But just lower. An Our upper, friend John Ozelay has done that. An upper and a lower, so it's just basically yeah. like, a, like circle. a circle, circle around your mouth. It looks like he's been eating a bowl of sticky toffee hair with his with no hands. Ew! Ew! That's so gross. Yeah. It's uh, it's quite something. I uh, how was that first sip of coffee, man? It was great. It did get the mustache. The thing with coffee is it it gets in the old mustache. It makes the mustache smell like coffee for the rest of the day. See, this is a problem. Out. Sometimes when we kiss, I go stinky because it's, it's like all the flavors. I think you just have to daily like like the same way you brush your teeth. Oh, I do. I rinse it. I like I, that's the thing. What am I gonna do? Shit. There needs to be a pocket sized. Like disinfectant comb, or like a dry shampoo for a mustache. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> Ew, that'd be disgusting. Just something to go, and then you comb it in, and then you get the stink out. A Febreze um, for stash. That's the catch twenty two with this mustache: is you hate when it's gone, but you also don't really like it when it's here. There's a lot about you that I dislike. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> the morning time. Here's the thing: if your mustache could be a little bit softer, yeah, smell a little bit better, sure. And if you could never grow stubble, because I like it when the rest of your face is, is clean. Yeah. And it's not that I dislike the look. It's just, it is a painful face. You have a painful face. I do have a painful face. I have uh, intense eyes and a sharp nose and then sharp stubble. Stubble hair. Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> my my head is trying to protect my brain. Do you brain. say I have painful eyes? Uh, I, what, I don't think so. I don't think I oh. said that. Maybe, I, no. Int- a ten, intense eyes. Okay. I think I said intense. <laughs> <laughs> I have painful eyes. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was growing up in my early 20s, uh, my friend Jess, her mom, uh, looked at me and goes, oh, you have such soulful eyes. Soulful. You do have soulful eyes. What does that mean exactly? I mean, they're fucking big and full of fucking full of soul. soul. Like you can see my whole innards. You just got these like big bulging eyes and these little like curly doughy eyelashes. Wouldn't it be wild if you if you really looked in someone's eyes hard and you could see like their memories? Oh. You're like, what's going on in there? And you just see like them running through a sprinkler as they're as a kid, and you're like, ugh, weird. I mean, that's literally the most wholesome memory you can think of. Yeah, 
I think we all have that memory for the most part. I think most kids in North America have a memory of running through a sprinkler once. Yeah, because it was fucking hot as shit, at least where we grew up in Ontario during the summer. And we didn't have pools. I mean, at least I didn't. So it's like, get out the hose. Which is like literally like, I mean, the parents could either hose you down with the hose, but that looks too aggressive. So yeah. like the sprinkler is like, it's kind of like a babysitter. It's a, it's a water babysitter. Yeah. It's a wet babysitter. It's a wet babysitter. <laughs> go, go on the wet babysitter. Let her spit all over you. That and skipping. Ooh, skipping hopscotch. Yeah. I never, get, I never got into that. I, I could do like double Dutch. What was that one that you looped around your ankle and then it was a skip, skip it, it, a skip it. Oh, I love to skip it. But then when yeah. it would whack you in the ankle, God damn. That was, yeah, <laughs> that was some sort of Chinese torture. <laughs> It was a lot. Also, the fact that we played Red Rover, which was my favorite like schoolyard or playground game, um, it finally they outlawed it because they're like this. Is, kids were like breaking their arms. Yeah, they're like dislocating their arms and a- ankles, and they're because you're blasting through your friends. Yeah, <laughs> that was the teachers at school were like, line up, and then your friends are gonna blast through you. I'm like, what does this teach exactly? Yeah, no never give up and never let anyone <laughs> penetrate your oh, fortress. Oh, I would always like, I'm going to penetrate this fucking fortress. I am not going to lose. I will not show defeat. Well, there, yeah, you were that crazy kid. There was always the one <laughs> crazy kid that would like torpedo his fucking <laughs> full head into the arms of people. I mean, I, I don't think I would still play by the rules, but yeah. I don't know. I just... Uh, There's always I, the big fat kid too that you're like, Oh no. we call randall over oh randall's no always, randall's always the last one so yeah and then he just destroys he, the he entire dominates. human race <laughs> i swear some people would cheat though where they'd be like because they wanted to be on the team with more people and they're like i just want to get this over with so they're like oh no i can't break through this oh i remember those fortress. kids the goth kids on the end yeah they'd be like Ugh, i'm out but it'll always be so scary when you're like oh no like i know that i'm the weak link in this chain and they're gonna come for me yeah that's right. Oh God, Red Rover! I think we're pretty close to a like a televised game show version of Red Rover. Oh man, sure. Because there's like, I think there's like a floor is made of lava. There's like a lot of dumb there is. kids things that are now like game shows. They're really grasping. They're, they're gonna. There's gonna be capture the flag and tag. I mean, there yeah, was tag a whole. Has already been a thing. T- tag was a fucking full movie. That That's was, right. You watched it, didn't you? Watch it on a plane. I think I watched it on a plane. That's a plane movie. Let's, uh, let's, first of all, happy morning chappy hour, everybody. Happy morning chappy hour, everybody. This is the, uh, happy hour as dedicated to the worst robot movie of all time, Chappy. And we are now drinking coffee to it. Do you think Chappy himself slept, uh, when he charged? I don't know. Does AI sleep? No, it it doesn't need to. That's the thing. But it does need, if it's like portable, it does need to charge. That's the scariest part about AI is like, it doesn't need to sleep. So while we need to sleep, it's like, I'm going to keep working and trying to figure out how to destroy all of you. Yeah, no. No, AI's bad. Yeah. Except Chappie. He was trying to be good. But eventually, try as he might, he would end up being bad. Everybody who tries to be good and who seeks power will end up being bad. Here's a high thought I had last night. Oh, my God. And then we'll get into what we're trapping. Listen. It's coffee. I was gonna look at the beans, and I could and I could pause it, and <laughs> I could find to hear it. about the beans. I mean, it's it's a nice bag of beans. Uh, there's like there's like a forest motif on them. They're whole beans. We got them at Costco. We grind them every morning. We do grind them every morning. What was the thought process behind that? First of all, because I never was a grinder in the morning. 
Is it just more fresh? They yeah. last longer in the bag? Is it's that, more fresh. Yeah. Because um, once coffee is ground, technically it lasts, it's supposed to be good for like two weeks. It's not going to kill you after that, but it loses freshness. Sure. So, and then I got a grinder and for a while I'm like, ugh, this is too much work. And I'm like, it's really not. And it's it just makes... Extra. Uh, a world of difference and then we put it in literally the shittiest mr coffee coffee maker but you know know what i like it we should get a nice one i wonder if it would make everything taste different (laughs) i don't fucking know unless we got like a really crazy nice one but like a drip a drip machine is a drip machine like a president coffee is the the coffee the mr coffees go to different levels or is it just mr coffee there's There's different mr coffee it's all mr coffee but there's different layers of mr coffee and this one was certainly the cheapest one um, and then we put a splash of oat milk in there and it's divine. But let me get back to this. Yeah. Mm. I think the doctor coffee is it brews uh, blood. Doctor coffee bl- <laughs> brews blood and malpractice. And, and tests uh, your urine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So everybody who tries to be good on like, I'm talking about like a grand level ends up being bad in the end. We see it all the time where it's like, oh my God, there's these horrible people in government and, and these vigilante people, they're going to try to overthrow it. And, oh, we love him because he's the Robin Hood. He's going to save us. But then that person gets too much power, and then they power corrupts, as we know. Yes. So when I was high last night, I'm like, okay, I don't know. We There should be a way that you either get to have a bunch of power and less money or a bunch of money and less power. And if you have a certain amount of money, you shouldn't it should take you out of the race for the super powerful positions. Yes. Because money is power. We all know that. And that's what corrupts. So listen, in my brain, I was like, I'm fucking cracking the code. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And obviously there's no way to enforce this, but it's just with this whole Twitter thing. It's like, it's just so fucking stupid and crazy. And, well, what's that old Batman quote? It's uh, I don't know if it's from Batman exactly, but it's uh, you either die the hero or live long enough be- to become the villain. Exactly. And that's what's happening to these people. Well, and I was even thinking about like someone like Dr. Oz. I remember a million years ago, like after school or whatever, Dr. Oz would be on I, and I'd watch it. And I'm like, all right. This, oh, I'm learning some tips. Because he was non-threatening. You're he was not, non-threatening. He's not going to be more powerful he's, than this. And then like, I was like, oh yeah, he, there's some good tips or whatever. And then as it went on, I was like, huh you're clearly being swayed by whatever i just remember one episode he's like all right we're talking about sun protection here we got to protect yourself from the sun so what so what i'm so <laughs> that's not a bad hey, doctor hey, I'm Dr. Ash. but that's what he talks like listen so what you got to do he's a bit out of breath what i suggest is you wear makeup but there's and then he's like there's lots of makeup brands like this l'oreal that has spf 15 built right into it i'm like oh, yeah, okay come it. on also funny that he's talking about sun protection and he looks like a vampire he looks like dracula i He's the world's ugliest man, and he looks like he's <laughs> leftover fucking pieces of leather from the leather factory just cobbled together. Yes. Um. Anyway, but then then he goes and he fucking runs for a government uh, position. I forget what he was running for. Senator? Governor? Governor? Some sort of higher up. I don't know. Running for something. It's like, what are you doing, Dr. Oz? And now you're just this... It even Oprah's like... I don't know that guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't like him. So it's like you could have, you had such a nice thing going. Why do you always fucking, everybody needs more, more, more. More, more, more. Yeah, it's, they're yes, too hungry. Strive to be better and yeah, have a hunger, achieve your fucking goals. But then like, 
figure yourself out, man. Take a good, hard look in the mirror. But that's the thing. Nobody likes to think they're bad. And in his mind, he's like, I, this is good. Yeah. And there's people that agree with him. So He's like, that's when you get that amount of power and money, you're also like, I could use this to change the world. But then people are like, yeah, let's do that. And then you start expressing how you would change the world. And they're like, and they're in like, my oh, world, everything's no. bad. And they're like, no. <laughs> everything's on fire and it's bad and there's spikes everywhere. I don't know, Dr. Oz. See, it would make the world better for his people. Yes. But there, yeah, that's the thing. It's... Uh, and by his people, I mean like rich. Uh, other vampires. Yeah, other vampires. <laughs> <laughs> other ghouls and other vampires. Um I also realize I haven't blown my nose yet. That's how quickly we got into this. Wow. I haven't even... Listen, I'm podcasting before my, my morning movement. Me too. Oh my God. Which this is, is crazy. crazy. It's like any morning I'm like... I'm at the age where I'm like, I have to blow my nose. My, my day has, has not started. Because it's like... I don't even really feel like I have to right now. But I just like... I should. Do something. And then also, I have to empty all my holes. My yeah. holes are full right now. Empty all my holes. I squeeze my eyes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I squeeze nice. my eyes. I Q-tip my ears. I empty my P and B. Yeah, and <laughs> it's crazy that I got all the dog. The dog is more set up than we are right now. Oh yeah, the dog has had a nice piss and shit. We've wiped her ass, um, as we do sometimes. Yeah, just gave to, her a, a nice wiping. Gave her a nice breakfast, and then we were like, okay, I guess we, we can put her jammies on. Ugh, God living damn a life, such a life. Um. Well, okay. So, just a little recap. We were in Toronto last week. Yes, we were. And um, we ended up going to Port Sydney, which is kind of like Huntsville near Muskoka, like two hours north of Toronto. Up in the woods is what I'm telling people. Up in the woods for uh, a two-day wedding. So, that's why we were back. Our dear friends, uh, Rob Bebenek and Ashley Cooper, finally got married after a wedding that was supposed to happen three years ago. So, that's why we were in Toronto. And, goddamn, what what fucking a, trip what a whirlwind it's uh <clears throat> you get that many comedians in one place in the middle of the woods and it's gonna get a pretty it's gonna get pretty crazy and it did um it's it's so funny to me because they they rented out this whole resort which is called the trillium resort and it's right on the lake and it's beautiful so there's like just a ton of solo cabins a ton of shared cabins and <laughs> ashley the bride only allowed her friends to stay there she said yeah. no family because she knows how fucked up her friends are going to get at night. Yeah. And I can't imagine her like Aunt Jolene and Uncle Tim staying there and being like, dear God, it's, what have I done? Because there was a pre-party before the, the day before the wedding that was like a 70s theme party. And that was like one of the bigger parties I've been to in a long time. There was like people did not sleep. They were up all night. It was insane. It was absolutely wild. There was a sauna. People, people had to be dragged out of the sauna naked at 6 a.m. <laughs> like Matt and I that night, I mean, we went, we, considering we started drinking at like noon or like one, we went to bed at like 1 a.m. Yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> because we're like, the wedding's the next day. We don't want to fucking blow our load on the first night. But whereas the groom and the bride were up and just going crazy. Some um, people can just do that. Some people can just do it. And then they were fine the next day. And then the wedding was also beautiful and lovely. Also, then- oh, I just want to quickly say in the morning talk about getting up and doing something like we're doing this podcast yeah. we got up in the morning we had our breakfast um which was so nice also it felt like camp it felt like a weird comedian camp it was yeah um and then the groom was like who wants to go on the fucking lake and and i was like all right <laughs> sounds like so a- then we all went in for like a little polar bear dip basically and then sprinted to the hot tub which i want to say 
How many? I want to say it was like two football fields away. It was far. It was like 200 feet away. It was, yeah. At least. At least. It was like, we. I got in the water for a second. My whole body stung. And I just could not feel anything. And then we sprinted across gravel. I'm like, I can't feel my feet. Oh my, I, I could feel not anything. feel my feet. And then we got in this stinky old hot tub and then sat there. And then we went into a stinky old sauna and sat yeah. there. And I felt amazing after that. And That's you the feel thing. amazing. Then we had a nap and I was like, you know what? I am set up for this wedding. Yeah. And then the wedding yeah. happened. <clears throat> Did it all over again. And uh, it got pretty nuts. Uh, someone fell on a guy and broke his ankle. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was two people in gorilla masks dancing. Yeah. And, we were all uh, wearing mustaches. We were all at wearing the mustaches. End. Some guy thought mine was fake and he tried to rip it off and that was annoying. Oh um, yeah, people kept coming up to you and licking their fingers and then one guy did that. Run. That was the guy that That's broke the guy his who ankle. got his ankle broke. Yeah, That's he, karma. He licked man. both of his fingers and he went that like where he spread. He's like, Oh man, I, I was trying to style that thing. I didn't realize it was real. I was like, now you just spit all over my face. But either way, quit licking your fingers and styling anybody's mustache, fake or otherwise. Yeah. I, I looked at him and I went, Man, I'm gonna break your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're like somebody broke his ankles. Yeah, I'm fucking Tanya Harding this man. Uh, I didn't wanna out who did it. And but. The funniest part, because they're like, we had to be out of the like the main cabin area where the dancing was happening by twelve thirty, and then they had a bus that took all the family to a different hotel, and then we just partied around this bonfire, and but like the bartender became the bonfire attendant, and yeah. he just partied with us. It was really weird because he's like, "You got to get out of here, guys. I'm closing things up," and then he closed things up, and he's like. Does anyone want a beer? Like outside? Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, you're just doing your outside version. I think of your I bummed thing. a cigarette off him. Also, like yeah. at one point, I I was I was really fading. I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm like, do you have any like uh, Red Bull back there? And he's like, no, but I brought a rock star from home. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. He's Gross. like, I have two different flavors. And I was like, okay, fine. And one of them was like cucumber mint or something. I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. I'm pretty sure this is something he brewed and canned himself and put in a fucking rock star container yeah. because it tasted like actual paint thinner. It probably was paint. Because uh, Dylan had some with me. Dylan yeah. got and we're like, cheers. And we're drinking it. And we go, no. And he's like, don't all... drink that. Because <laughs> they all taste bad, those energy drinks. I know, but this was like, oh, this is actual poison. No, you should never accept an energy drink from a bartender's car. I think that's number one yeah. of being in the woods. And then um, you went to bed at like 3.30 and I honestly don't know what time I went to bed. I don't know either. You scuttled in. You you scuttled and flopped. I heard you come in. It was a shuffle and then a removal of some clothing <laughs> and then and it was just like a bag of old fucking beans falling on the bed. There was a moment right before I went to bed because we were all standing around listening to music and uh, Rob put on that Fuji song Oh my God. Softly and... That one part of the song where it's like, sha la 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 whoa, and they're like, it was this big fire, and like everyone was singing at the top of their lungs, and there was a full moon above us. And, and we I'm were like, harmonizing during the la. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, it was so powerful. Also, everybody's on drugs. So yeah, <laughs> everyone really... was on drugs and messed up. Oh, man, it was so fun. But the next day I woke up, and I was like, whoa, I feel crazy. But I felt like, all right i'm like yeah because i'm still because i went to bed probably at seven and i woke up at nine and i'm fucked yeah i felt great because uh our friend andrew johnson gave us these this is not an ad for these things but kind of is they're called z biotics and they're these little tinctures Mm -hmm. and they say uh, take right 
as you start drinking. So we did. I'm going to write down Z-Biotics so we can fucking contact them and be like, hello, sponsor us. We drink some. all the time on our stupid little podcast. I don't really right know what was in it, but it's like drink or take it's it before. It's a prebiotic. It's a prebiotic and it's like it, you'll, you won't have a hangover kind of thing. And I've seen a few of these. I've never really taken one. And it tasted like perfume. So I'm like, that tastes like it. Uh, you it tasted, thought it tasted worse. I thought it tasted kind of nice. It tasted like uh, a potion. Like like when you see a potion in like a cartoon. You're it like, tasted healthy though. You know, it didn't, t- and it didn't taste fake, which I liked. Yeah. But I felt perfectly fine the next day. And you know me, I had not, I have not been drinking for a while. Yeah. So I'm like this wedding, I'm really going to let loose. And I didn't go too crazy, but like, honestly, like six beers in, I'm like, I don't feel this at all. Well, that's the pro- so I also took the Z biotic and I was drinking, 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 and I'm like, I don't feel that like buzzed. Yeah. But this is the issue. I did many more things than you, and then yeah. I, <laughs> when I was on these things, I kept drinking into the night. How vague! Tell uh, the people what were these things, Julia? Don't say it. Uh, I'm not. Listen. Well, now it sounds like I did fucking heroin. And no, Julia I didn't. Julia did heroin and she was <laughs> drinking while she was doing it, which is a big no, no. Yeah, I was drinking on heroin. How um, dare you? But yeah, it was a uh, it was a crazy time. And uh, and and let's let's uh, this is a nice time to sort of meander into our first segment. Warm and fuzzy. Oh, I will I will lead with warm and fuzzy so when when we leave the 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 cabin this is the the 13th by the way this is the Sunday and we are originally going to stay at our friend Laura's who we're staying with who's so lovely Laura and Kevin just sweet people but I was like the next day was my birthday the 14th I'm like I don't want to wake up on my 35th birthday on a fucking pullout couch you know yeah. And also I was so fucked up after that weekend. I'm like, I just need space. So we like got a hotel downtown. We got upgraded, which was super nice. That's we right. just like ordered Indian food and watched the Simpsons and it was fucking perfect. And so my warm and fuzzy is the next day waking up in that beautiful hotel. Yeah. And just having the most lovely birthday. It was a perfect birthday and it wasn't even mine. It was just, it was so nice especially because i was like oh i feel like always like last year on my actual birthday i went to a fucking baby shower yeah and the year before actually the year before it was amazing but it was also during covid like and the year like it just oh actually no yeah anyway last year's birthday was kind of fucked we also had the the dog was new i tried to throw a party it was chaos i hated it but this year like woke up my best friend jess brown was in town so we had breakfast Oh, here's something crazy. Yeah. We ordered we ordered Caesars. Oh boy. Which is like a bloody mary, but you know, you know a Caesar with clam, um which I fucking love. It's my favorite. And the the waiter guy, the server comes over and he's like he's like I he's like I'm just the owner but I'm taking orders cuz like the other guy was slammed. Um like, yeah, can I get a Caesar spicy and like a little bit muddy? And he's like, what's muddy? I'm like, that's a more Worcestershire. And he's like, okay. He's like, I'll make it how they make it in my country, which is Belgium. Yeah. And he's like, uh they put like a little bit of triple sec and a bit of sweet vermouth. And we went, huh? I thought he was joking. I thought he was joking. And yeah. he's like, no, it's really good. And he's like, I'll make it for you. And if you don't like it, I'll, I'll bring you something else. And we're like, uh, and he's like, you know what? I'll put it on the side. And if you want to put it in, you can. I'm like, okay. So then he brings them. It is not on the side. It's in it. He's like, let me know. We take a first sip and we're like, oh, okay, this is fine. Second sip. You're like, 
Oh no, third sip, you're like, this is poison. Once the Clamato and the orange liqueur team up in the straw together <laughs> and shoot into you, it felt, it's tasted like a like a sink, like a sink that just washed a bunch of old fucking dessert plates. Yeah. It t- and also dinner, like it was terrible. There's this orange like um, wood polish. It's like a furniture polish. Oh, I and I always thought it smelled kind of nice. Yeah. But that's what it tasted like. But with like this briny clam undertone. <laughs> yeah. It was just a nightmare. So and- we all went, hello. No, thank you. Yeah, and, but he was so understanding. He was like, yeah, I don't know why I did that. Okay. And like, <laughs> I was like, you're trying to pass one off on us? And then like, the server finally came over and we told him. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'll make another one. I'm like, I'll just have a mimosa, please. I'm like, I can't even I can't even do this. Anyway, but then my <clears throat> my best friend Jess brought me up for Manny's and Petty's. And I haven't had a manicure and pedicure in so long. And then we went out to um, a tapas place called Bar Isabel. Yes. I fucking love tapas it's fantastic then when you get the tasting menu when it's just like we end up getting a tasting menu where they they just they, they just bring, bring it you, out they bring they say you, do you have any allergies you're at the whim of the kitchen do you have anything you don't like so there was four of us my other best friend diana and my good friend sarah boback and matt just matt and the gals and they brought us out all sorts of stuff like octopus and fucking um ceviche like, like a foamed foie gras. Oh my god! It was this foie gras that it was like that they froze, but then grated on top of this crostini that yeah. had something else on it. Holy fucking shit! And they brought me out a free cake. We had champagne. We had this delicious natural wine. God damn! It was just then fucking nicest. And then we went to this bar called Bar Pompette, and we all also have you ever had a paper plane? Anybody, Matt? Are you asking me? I mean, no, I'm asking people one, at home. What was it? So, <laughs> someone described it. They're like, it's literally like all the... It's kind of a Long Island iced tea situation, but with different liqueurs. And it ends up tasting like... Paper. Orangey kind of... It tastes like orange, but there's no oh. orange in there. Interesting. And it's... And they're like, it doesn't taste like alcohol at all, but it gets you fucked up. And I had like one sip of it. I'm like, a day. Go, 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 It's delicious. And then this uh, Claire Stollery, uh, who's... Um, I mean, Claire Cavallero now oh yeah who's an actor a producer a, a director a lovely a lovely she just happened to be there at the bar with a different friend jen and then she sent over a bottle of bubbly lovely which is such a fucking power move and i love it and it's just powerful man goddamn it was a really fucking lovely way especially it was one of those days that like i didn't expect a big grand birthday because i'm like oh i'm in toronto and yeah whatever but it ended up being so perfect and spending time with friends i hadn't spent with so long to the point it was so nice that i had drinks planned on the 20th with like la friends that i just fucking canceled it because i'm like it was too nice you know it was nice let's just let's leave it at that i don't want to be too greedy you know yeah yeah there you go flambeau i'm flemmy it's the morning flambeau um, my fuzzy is similar. Uh, Shangela is barking at something outside. She's on patrol. You can't. Here's the thing. She's looking out the window. She's wearing uh, space pajamas. Yeah. She, they, with space patterns on them. <laughs> oh, oh. Shang. Okay. Back from a short break where Shangela was going crazy, barking at something outside. I don't know if you heard that, listener, but uh, what was I talking about? We were talking about. You're warm and fuzzy. My warm and fuzzy. Uh, not the dog barking, little shit. Um, <coughs> but when we were in Toronto, um, we went to St. Lawrence Market, which is this giant, beautiful market. 
um, downtown. You can get anything. You can get meats. You can get baked goods. You can get anything in there. It's the fucking best, and it's I forgot how much I liked it. We went there in the morning on uh, on one of our last mornings there, and we got a female bacon sandwich. From, from the Big Oink? What's it called? It was called Paddington's, home of the Big Oink. Right. I don't know what any of that means. I don't know. And it's Paddington. It's like... A Paddington Bear. Paddington Bear. <laughs> yeah. Copyright. He's never... Uh, does he eat female bacon? Nobody m- might. He likes like... Uh, uh, he likes sugar and sweets, doesn't he? Oh, my he? God. What is it? Marmalade. Marmalade, yeah. That's what he likes. And uh, so even in the, the, the picture, he's eating marmalade and not the bacon sandwich. <laughs> and what is the oink? Anyway, uh, so we get it. What is the oink? I would never run a mile for female bacon sandwich. Also, uh, growing up, I used to call it female pig bacon sandwich, and I thought it was lady pigs. So, okay, <laughs> female, female. Um, my, my parents always be like, "Do you want just a, a, a female bacon sandwich?" I'm like, "Why do I want a female bacon sandwich?" <laughs> so you thought man bacon was the strips, and lady bacon was like the yep. the. The coins? Wow, the coins. The l- <laughs> I w- either way, I felt bad and it felt weird. Yeah. I'm like, why are you gendering my bacon? <laughs> um, so we get this female bacon sandwich and it's beautiful. It's so fucking good. Uh, they, they got little toppings. I got, what did I get? Mustard mayo, banana peppers. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. We're sitting there and there's these giant beautiful windows in St. Lawrence Market too. That like yeah, it's just, a covered market. It's it a looks, covered market. Yeah. And so you're inside and we're eating this bacon sandwich and I look over at one of the big windows and I start to see snow. It's like aggressively snowing. Like these big chunky flakes. Big chunky flakes. And I'm just looking around. And you're We're eating this bacon sandwich and everyone's just kind of cozy in this market. And I was like, oh, this is nice. I literally, in my head, I was like, I feel warm and fuzzy. Yes. Because... Because when it's cold outside and you're warm inside, it's just... I like... Because my friend, we were... I was staying with my friend Jess for the last two nights, or we were. And she lives like... Literally a two minute walk from it. Yeah. I'm like, if I lived by this market. I'd be in the market all the time. And and she she is or she was when, when she was living there. Like, oh my God, I would just go every day and get the ingredients for my meal. Like and then we we kinda walked around after, um, just to get some stuff back for for the apartment and we got like a baguette from the from the bakery and then we got some pate from this person and some cheese curds from that person and then some fresh berries and it was just like I like uh, a market because your only goal is to survive. That's the goal with a market is to survive and eat. A common theme it. between you and I. It's just like, I like it when you have one goal. I, yes. I feel like this career we've chosen is the exact opposite where it's like there's always so many moving parts. But that's why I like yeah. a situation like that. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the world of entertainment is so everywhere and unpredictable where when you're in a very simple scenario like that, it's very like... Yeah, you're in a market. You're like, I'm going to buy market things. I'm going to eat a market meal. I love a market. It's beautiful. And then even, you know, even that picture of Paddington Bear, as, as crudely as it was drawn, I was like, I do like Paddington. It made me feel nice. It's just, it's nice. and But it's almost overwhelming to the point where it's like, because there was so much I wanted. There was like a Ukrainian place with like pierogies. And yeah. then there's like a fish place that's serving like, I'm like, do I want to make lobster tails tonight? I or? know. I do want to like eat and barf and then keep eating. <laughs> like that's I want to do what the old the, the old kings and queens of yore did where they barf in a bucket and they're like bring me more bring me more that's me in the market I'm gonna walk around with a bucket and barf and eat and everyone's gonna appreciate me also there was one uh, female bacon place because there was multiple that had a bunch of headshots of celebrities out of like yeah eating there. what I don't how does this I don't understand how this headshot thing work because like cause there's laundromats in L A where they're they're covered in headshots and signed headshots are 
is the celebrity walking in with the headshot? Are they recognizing celebrity? They have a stack of headshots, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Or they're Mario like, "Next Lopez. time you come in, you bring a signed headshot, free laundry for life." I don't know. Maybe, but it's like there was one it. like there was like an Anthony Bourdain one. There was like a bunch of like just random celebrity. I think there was a Julia Roberts at this like. I can't picture her eating female bacon. I can't picture her eating a sloppy female bacon sandwich at St. Lawrence Market. It didn't make any sense. Um, but then again, you know, we're all human. Either way, I want my headshot in some sort of obscure fucking store somewhere. If you run a store, listener, and you have room for headshots, we will send you signed headshots. I want that so badly. There's a, a place in Santa Monica, that Mexican restaurant, the Gilbert's. Gilbert's. El Indio. El Indio Mexican restaurant. They yeah. have headshots everywhere. And next time like, we go. They're headshots and also Polaroids too. It's like they got excited to see some people and they took Polaroids. I want to go with a headshot next time and just sort of paste it. Like, is the server going to ask for your credits? Be like, hi, it's, it is me. But also there's <laughs> no new headshots. That's the thing. They're yeah. all old. So I'm, I'm going to have to find like maybe one of my old black and white ones. We should get old headshots for that reason. We should get old black and white headshots dressed in like early 90s clothing. And then if yeah, we yeah, walked yeah. in and placed it on the wall, they would be like, this has this probably has been already been here. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. It's a fantastic idea. Um, what was I going to talk about? Female bacon. Female bacon, warm and fuzzy. Same, warm and fuzzy. That was it. Just being inside during snow makes you feel so fucking nice. It truly does. But also on the the yin to that yang is is I was like I don't want to go anywhere I don't want to do anything I just want to be fat and stink and just be warm. And that's what happened. We ended up we had grand plans for our last day in Toronto, including a show that was at nine thirty p.m. Despite yeah. our early ass flight the next day, and I think the whole week just finally caught up to us, and we're like fuck it. So we canceled everything. We canceled everything. And we just watched Below Deck and stared at the snow. And, then, nice. and then we ended up, we were like, we, we don't have dinner. So then we ventured out like a two minute walk to the keg and ordered French onion soup at the bar. And it was the best. Yeah, it was fantastic. It did make me feel nice. Uh, speaking of the opposite of nice, uh, there was definitely some dumb things that happened this week. I'm sure even, uh, dare I say, stupid things uh, in, in a segment that we like to call, oh, well, that was stupid. <laughs> Well, well, that, that was, was stupid. stupid. Time for, well, that was stupid. I feel like a lot of <laughs> You like, just reintroduced it. I know. <laughs> all of that preamble I did. All I thread the needle. I really I really massaged uh, the people into the segment and then you <laughs> I it, like saying it. Hit it like a radio DJ that wasn't on air. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was kind of stupid that I did that. Yes, it and, was. And then, then we all had a nice laugh about it. All oh, the dog is so fucking cute right now. I'm going to gouge my eyes out. Um, Why do we want to gouge our own eyes out when the dog is so cute? Because we can't handle it? And we, I, I don't deserve to look at this. Yeah. There's uh, two things that happen when the dog's being cute. I want to squish its head like a grape and yeah, pop it and then gouge my eyes out. Yeah. That's how cute the dog is. Because you want to create um, danger. danger so you can protect <laughs> yeah. it. Anyway, uh, it's, it's pretty stupid. But uh, one of the biggest stupid things that um, stood out to me is a... The fucking traffic in Toronto. People complain about traffic in LA, but boy. Might be worse. I would say that, but I was in an hour and 40 minute traffic last night and it was crazy. Yeah, that's true. No, it definitely is worse in LA, but I just feel like Toronto is making some questionable moves with shutting certain lanes. And anyway, um, we were we were staying in this apartment that was overlooking a lot of like main highways 
And we, so it's, it's funny because I'm like, should I work for the news? I have an insider yeah. glimpse of what's going on in traffic. And it would looked crazy from above. I, apparently, they shut down some lanes and, and put like bike lanes up, which now it doesn't make sense because it's fucking winter. S- winter. But it funnels all the traffic through these little side streets because that's the only way you can kind of get onto the Gardner, which is like sort of one of the main freeways. Oh, yeah. And between like four and seven, it's just a symphony of honks. It's madness. Anyway, so, um, well, that was stupid. So we fly home. We take a treacherous uh, Uber to the airport. It was it was pretty, uh, nothing had been plowed yet because it was so early in the morning. Oh, we fly, okay. Sorry, so we fly back to LA. We were on our way to the airport in Toronto. Yes. Is what you're saying. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you skipped. I know. It sounded like we flew home and then took a treacherous <laughs> Uber. No, we took a treacherous Uber to... Uh, the airport because it was snowing like crazy. Here's the thing with driving in snow is this Uber driver, yes, he was in an SUV, but the passing lane, especially in Toronto, is always the snowiest. Yeah. Because no one uses it. So in scenarios like that, the middle lanes are usually the most clear. Yeah. And he was plowing through that passing lane. Like it sounded like a fucking pirate ship going through like high tide. And I'm like, man, what are you doing? Like, j- yeah. and then trucks would pass us and the, the amount of spray. I'm like, that's the most exciting part oh about driving in the winter in God. Canada is yeah. Giant truck passes. And then you're just in complete darkness <laughs> and you're just, you're like, I assume I'll be fine in a, a few seconds. It was quite terrifying. Um, Maybe let's do your well that was stupid first because it leads up to the to the next part. I see. Okay, so we find for, we all know we all know this because it was literally said on the news that Pearson was voted the worst airport like in the yes. world. <laughs> so we get we have to get up at 4:30 a.m. Eastern time and uh, <laughs> we get to the airport finally. We're exhausted. Everyone's exhausted. It's 5 in the morning at the airport. And we're going to our gates and there's... So before you go through security. Before you go through security. And this, I don't remember the last time this happened. There's two women standing there and they're like, oh, you got to put your checked or your, your carry, carry on. on in the fucking wire torture device that makes sure it's, it's not too big. And we're like, we always... She did, She's like, mine was fine. Yeah. But then she's like, oh, your wife has to try it out. I'm like, this never happens. And like, I literally I've, was like... We've been traveling hundreds of times, and this has always fit. Yeah, it always, it always fits. fits in the overhead. I she, never, I never even have to like stuff it in there. I never have to fucking finagle it. No, it always it's fits. It's a beautiful fit. And I've also had this for ten years, and it's TSA pr- approved. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, it's been expanded," and I'm which, like, "There's which, no zipper to expand." That had not been expanded. Had not been expanded. So I'm already in, and I'm looking back at you struggling to cram it in this ancient torture device that's not even the right shape of the overhead compartment it, in any capacity it looks like it would fit like a thin briefcase yes a thin briefcase and like even when we got on the plane and we put your thing in because we struggled to get it in i had to i came out and i smashed it in there and then she's like she's like um, I, I get it in one way but it's the wrong way and she's like you wouldn't put it in the overhead that way and i'm like actually i would because yeah. that's how it goes in and then so obviously <laughs> listen i overreacted sure did people deserve it? Absolutely. You went full Marin. I went full Matt Karen. You should be Marin because <clears throat> apparently Mark Marin likes to lose his fucking See, there you go. I temper. went full Mark Marin in the airport. But full Karen, Marin. So Karen? I was like Man fed Karen? up. 
I'm tired. I'm annoyed. I get out. I rip it out of the thing. But here's the thing. I go to rip the bag out and the whole fucking metal device levitates and clink, clink, clink. And she's like, sir, sir, calm down. I'm like, no, if this is what you want. And then I, is this what you want? (laughs) So I flip it around and I smash it in there and then I'm hitting it and I hear her talk to the other woman and she's like, just let him do it. Just let him do it. And then, (laughs) and then she looked and we're like, it fits. And she, and she goes, okay, fine. Yeah, and then like, I, I rip it out, and then I, I run away. I'm just like, I'm like, this oh, this never happened. And she's trying to say something to me. She's giving me more attitude. And I'm like, hey, and thanks for the fucking attitude, by the way. And then she tried to say something else, and I'm like, oh, my God, who am I? And then she, and then she said, she said, and, and thanks for, for the language or something. Yeah, which you said you're like, when you're dealing with people, like, do not swear, but I stand by it. The scenario was stupid. Uh, the time of day was stupid for that. It's early morning. Everyone's tired. No one wants to shove a bag in a fucking unfinished fucking bunch of tent poles. <laughs> Some I, I want to message Air Canada and just be like, look, you got to update the sizes of these things because they don't correlate with the actual plane things. In any capacity. In any way, shape, or form. And, and I know this employee is just trying to do her job. Yeah. But come on, man. This was my justification for freaking out, too, and using the language. So I said, thanks for the fucking attitude, right? See, Shan's just getting worked up about this. Um, as I was saying, my <laughs> we paused again because the dog was going crazy. My justification for freaking out was that hopefully when they're in the break room talking about this whole scenario, they're like, oh, my God. People were really upset when they we made them cram their bags in that thing. And the supervisor's going to be like, how did the bag cramming... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how did the bag cramming go? Did it, did it go well? The bag cramming at 5 a.m.? Did, did they like it? They're going to be like, no, it turns out they didn't like it. Especially one guy <laughs> who said thanks for the fucking attitude to me. And I didn't like that. And they're going, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this then. It's, I understand like if... It's because I've seen some people and I'm like, that bag is not an overhead bag trying to get away with it. And then you see them trying to cram it in the overhead and they're like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, in no way, shape or form has that ever fit. But when I tell you my bag has always fit, no problem. And then, by the way, when we finally get to the gate, they're like, it's an oversold flight. Um, If anybody wants to volunteer their bags to be checked because they will not fit. And I was in zone five and I'm like. Maybe I should volunteer my bag if I'm going to have to anyway. And Matt's like... I said, no, I, hold the line. Red Rover, Red Rover. Do yeah. not call bags over. <laughs> and lo and behold, we get on the plane. There has never been more room in the overhead department. I could have slept comfortably I in was the just going to say. Yes. We both would have had more room in the overheads than we would in our shitty fucking seats. That should be an option on planes. If there's enough room up there, be like, can I cram a pill up there and sleep? Oh my God, just tuck me up. Tuck me oh up. Oh God. That'd tuck be me so- up tonight. <laughs> Um, that's, I've seen that on many flights lately. I don't know why that's happening more where they're like, we have no room. And then you get in and there's more room than you've ever seen in your entire life. Probably cause they turn away so many people cause their fucking bags wouldn't fit in the torture device. Yeah. It's, uh, travel's bad. Uh, that was bad. And when I said there was so much room on all sides of my bag, like <sighs> that's why they need to update. I think these like metal devices were created when like planes were created yeah they, and were, they didn't have as much space they were around when frank sinatra was bipping and bopping from hawaii to vegas on those old planes where the seats were huge and everyone was eating roast beef dinners yeah they frank literally sinatra like was eating his lobster but he's like there could be a little bit more overhead space yeah oh boy my trumpet couldn't fit up did he play the trumpet 
Sinatra. It looks like he would play the trumpet. I feel like all those crooners played some sort of brass instrument. I'm sure someone walked up to Frank Sinatra and they're like, here is your trumpet. And he's like, I don't play that. You sure? <laughs> sure about <laughs> sure that? You sure about, about that old blue Okay. All right. Well, the trumpets are here if you, if you need it. <laughs> if you got a hankering. And then he just fucks the trumpet. He just <laughs> and then he's just in the green room with the trumpet. <laughs> well, I better fuck this. Yeah, it looks like a dame. It's a dame that doesn't speak back. And then he fucks it and it's like, and then he strikes it because he hit women and he's not a good man. Did he? I thought it was the other guy. S- they all did. Uh, I don't know if they all did. Sinatra had, a qu- had quite the temper. What was the one that acted drunk, but he wasn't drunk? Oh, uh, Dean Martin. I think it was Dean Martin. Yeah. They well, um, Mister, I love a big piece of pie. I'm fucking drunk. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Isn't that wild though? That they're like, like they're like, oh my god. He's if he was sober, they'd be like, I don't like this. Yeah. But he had to act drunk to to like please well, the like people. Alex Trebek would always. Everybody's like, oh, he must drink a lot because everybody like would be like, what's your favorite pastime? And he's like drinking. What do you do after the show? Drink whiskey. And yeah. apparently he didn't drink a lot. No, he didn't. He just said that. He just said that to be cool. Yeah. Cool to like booze. Yeah. That's the world we live in. All right. So that was fuck. It was very stupid. And then we got on the plane. Also, we are like three rows from the back, and we're it's one of those big planes where it's three, three, and three. And we're in the middle chunk, and I'm in the middle, middle chunk, which is fine. The middle, middle. The middle, middle. I didn't care. Whatever. It's a plane. I'm going to get home. But there's no more mask mandates on planes. Yeah. And fine. Fine. Do if, what you Do want. what you want. But at the fucking very least, if you have any <sighs> inkling, or maybe a little bit of a sore throat, maybe whatever... Wear a fucking mask because there were couples all around us. There was this one couple directly beside us sneezing and hacking the entire ride. The whole time. Like and blowing, uh, blowing her nose aggressively enough where you're like, I can hear some debris shooting out past the, the Kleenex. Oh my God. And also, I didn't tell you this. I saw her tuck the used Kleenex in the back of the seat. Uh, in the seat pocket? Yes. Oh my god! That's why you wipe down everything when you're in a plane. I, the mask, if you're, if you have any symptoms, no pandemic at all. You should be wearing. That's a what mask. I'm saying. Because at that point, you're literally saying you're actively trying to get people sick. Yeah. It's so fucking selfish. I was so mad. Oh my god! I just, I, I can't handle it. And then I saw Roxanne Gay tweet something like that. She's like, "There is a guy who's just been hacking open." She's like, "I don't want to tell people how to live their lives." But there's a man just openly hack, hacking, fucking spreading his particles everywhere. And we just have to fucking deal with it. Yeah. You have no choice. It's like, I get that, you know, people are sick and tired of wearing masks. And if you if you feel fucking great and you don't want to, okay, that's your fucking prerogative. Don't wear one, I guess. But if you're actively sick, fucking put on a mask, you selfish piece of shit. You just, you just got to treat travel like you're like, well... People can do whatever they want. I will do everything I can in my power to mm-hmm. stop this from happening. Yeah. But you can't control other people at, th- at, th- at this point. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy That's thinking about the thing. it. And we were wearing masks, but I'm like, I don't know how protected we are. Um, and I was sanitizing. and But ugh, I'm just... We're, that's, that's the thing. People who wear masks are over it, too. We're all fucking over it. Also, a lot of these people have like real jobs where they're like, fuck it. If I get sick, I got sick days. I'll yeah. be fine. And I'm like, guess what? Well, who doesn't have sick days? Self-employed fucking actor comedians. We just literally lose the work. Yeah. And it just doesn't happen. So 
And Fuck that. And also, I, it's it's crazy that there were so many like old ass people on this flight just like not wearing masks. I'm like, how are you not? Yeah. Worried. Also, at all. I find it interesting that we didn't talk. I mean, we were at the end of the podcast here, but um, the main enormous stupid thing that's happened and it happened last night, especially, is that Twitter is like dead. Yeah. Which is I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how I feel about that because I have been tied to it for over a decade. I It's bittersweet because sometimes I'm like this place sucks and it's mean and whatever, but at the same time it did really connect a lot of people yeah. and and it would kind of break stories in real time. Um I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to figure out what, how the, how to feel about it. It's something, something's going to replace it. And I did, we had this thought yesterday. I'm like, cause I'm like, fuck, I'll just go on Instagram then. I'm like, if Instagram introduced some sort of text thread. Yeah. So if you click on rails and you see your rails, you click on like text thread. Some, <laughs> they'll call like it a tweet. Yeah. Yeah. They'll call it Insta. What do you think they're going to call it? Text. They, they call it, <laughs> I don't think they're going to call it Insta something because they called Reels Reels. Well, so, let's call it chat. No, to call it uh, feed or reads. Reads. I don't know, but that's I'm like if that's the only thing Instagram's missing right now. I'm just I need because right now social media is the main popular ones are a video. Yeah, which is so much fucking setup. Whereas Twitter is just so casual. You're like, I think it's something stupid. I type it out and then it's out there. And that's how people talk to each other. They don't talk to people by like, we're not talking to each other right now by sending each other videos. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we're in this weird limbo right now where of, of social media where it's like, there's all right. I feel like right now it's only the complicated ones are popping off and there's no casual one. Yeah. We don't want fucking, what did I call it? Master bun. You remember master, master bun? <laughs> that bakery? Bun master. Oh. Bun master in Ontario. Oh, they made some fine buns. Yes. Well, I called a master bun, a megalodon, Marco Polo. What the fuck's it called? Mastodon. Mastodon. <laughs> yeah, I moved to that, and I have no idea what's happening. No, we need something simple. We need that—that's what Twitter was. It was point and shoot. Yeah. Because listen, that's how my my brain works. Let we talk about simple things. Your one fucking goal with Twitter is just to write a little thing and press send. Yeah. That's it. It's no fucking bullshit. I'm sick of all this bullshit. I don't want to fucking put a filter and duet. <laughs> I don't I just I want to put a filter and duet. <laughs> like I'm just so over it. I'm so and talking about where are we at with TikTok. There's a fucking segment for you. Where are we at with TikTok? We're nowhere. My, I, I even bailed on my We're own. Nowhere. <laughs> I bailed on my own fucking project where I was posting 30 in a row. I posted for two weeks and then I got off the fucking Twitter train or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, you're off the TikTok, whatever train. TikTok yeah. train. Because I do need help. I need help with these videos and you're yep. going to help me caption some videos. There some we go. Um, well, I was thinking about yesterday as I was making soup and I was making sauce and I was mending Shangela's toys and I was mopping. I mean, you were off doing... Uh, I was working. I was on were, set. He was on set working for some stuff. But I'm like, I'm doing all this. I'm working too. And I'm like... And then you were coming home and I, I was like, where is he? And I had dinner ready and I'm like, when should I light the candles? I'm like, I'm so worried. And you It was home. very cute. I rolled up after being in traffic <laughs> for an hour and 40 minutes and I'm like, oh, what a day. And I had my... my like coat hangers over my shoulder and I look up and there's just two lit candles and a dog in the window. I'm like, and what me a life. just like, hello. What a life. Are you ready for dinner? So cute. It was very cute. But then I'm like, you know what? 
edit some of my videos. <laughs> yeah, well, of course I will. And of course I will enjoy the rest of my day as, as I hope you as well. Yeah, um, I kind of like this morning podcast. It was okay. My voice feels off. I don't feel fully there. Maybe we'll do it again sometime. But either way, I got to post this immediately because we are late. I'm late. Remember that from Austin Powers? When Frau was late, I'm late. We're going to oh, watch yeah. all the Austin Powers again. We try to. They don't a lot of it doesn't hold up especially the fat bastard one yikes we have very different opinions on what is holding up in austin powers we watched it together and we both went or maybe i'm thinking what's or maybe i'm thinking about i like gold oh the uh gold member that's gold member but is that the one with fat bastard no well he's in it briefly he loses weight at the end because well spoiler alert subway and then you're like he's like i did what janet did and and you're like I hate that Jared is like forever in that. Yeah. I wonder if they'd remove that. It's crazy that Subway came back from that. Yeah. And they're like, now we have rice bowls, which is even more unforgivable than Jared Fogle. Um, Um, Let me end on this thought. (laughs) You mentioned Bun Master, that bun place in Ontario. Yeah. Uh, There was one in London, Ontario, where I grew up and we used to go to it all the time. And it was next to a strip club. Ooh. So it was this plaza and the strip club's name was Flesh Gordon. And what? right and right next to it was Bun Master. Flesh Gordon. Flesh Gordon. What does that even mean? Because there's an old movie called Flash Gordon, which was like an old sci fi thing, but Flesh That's a bit of a fucking deep cut. Flesh Gordon. That's disgusting. Isn't that terrible? But then I, I remember seeing it as a kid. I'm like, people must be confused at which one's the strip club. I mean, it's pretty obvious which one is, but Bun Master's the way better strip club. Oh my god, we have to open a strip club called Bun Master. <laughs> It's just gigantic asses. Yeah. Just big, hot asses. If you go, oh my God, a strip club that smells like a bakery. Ooh. Like, so there's fresh baked breads in the back. So you can just eat a fucking Danish, maybe a nice loaf. Yeah. And then watch some big asses. Ooh. What if then all the strippers have different baked good names too? Like Croissant comes out. She's a bit French. Yeah. Oh um, my God. And the, yeah, Danish, she's danish yeah hot crossed <laughs> buns that's two women in a hot tub yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're opening a, a bakery slash a claire oh coming on the stage is a claire oh my she God. shoots cream out of her ass yes cinnamon bun she's just sticky or he <laughs> yeah they could be dudes and everything we're gonna have dudes we're gonna have ladies we're gonna have we're everybody's gonna have everybody welcome. everybody's Everyone's welcome, welcome. bun master yeah um and you're welcome to uh enjoy next week's episode because we're ending this one right now where can they find you online julia they Ladworth. can find me online at julia comedy on instagram um oh, wow. and twitter but i don't 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 twitter don't uh, do anything don't do anything or julia comedian on tiktok and uh, follow us on Instagram, our podcast, ITWYW Podcast. Oh, wait, that's Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Is this what you want? Podcast on Instagram. Certainly. Jesus Christ. Matt, where can they find you? Matt, o- Matt, o- Matt O'Brien on Instagram, and that's the only one that matters right now. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Have a great day. We love you. Bye. Is this what you want with Matt and Julia? Is this what you want with Matt and Julia? Shall I